Welcome to the Toka Backstage Podcast. Join Toka's Executive Director, Chris Wolf in conversations with the artists and people behind the scenes of the Torrance Cultural Arts Foundation's performances and events. Hi, this is Chris Wolf, the Executive Director of the Torrance Cultural Arts Foundation. Today, it was my pleasure to speak with Laura Ellis, who is an amazing singer and performer. Laura is working with us on a couple of different projects, but one of which is Toka To Go. This is a new project where we can actually send a performer to your house, your office for a special occasion, or you can send a, a, a song to a loved one or um, a coworker, friend, whatever, just as a way to keep the arts alive and, and uh, offer them a little way to celebrate. Uh, this is Toka's way to help um, support the performing artists who are pretty hit hit pretty hard with uh, the COVID pandemic and uh, so we're hoping you'll take advantage of these great opportunities. So check out our website uh, torrentsarts.org to learn all about Toka to Go and uh, in the meantime you can listen to this interview with Laura about uh, not only that but also another project that she has coming out which we're really excited about. So Please welcome Laura Ellis. Uh, I'm honored to have Laura Ellis here. Thank you for joining me today, Laura. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So a um, <laughs> couple of things. First of all, people should know that we've, uh, we've had the honor of presenting you a couple of times in Torrance. Yes. Uh, once in the cabaret space and once um, in the Armstrong. And you have a couple of different shows which are kind of fun one was the um femme fatale yes um, mm -hmm. and uh you have a jazz show and then you have the uh kitten the cat show and your most recent show is the one hit wonders yes your your genre of music that you cover kind of, kind of <laughs> runs the gamut from like 50s and doo-wop to modern do you have a preference of style of music that you do it depends on what mood i'm in but i i really enjoy um lately i really enjoy the 50s and 60s the most i love singing rock and roll and i don't get a chance to do that as much as i'd like to but it's it's a lot of fun um but i you know i grew up listening to all that music i grew up listening to you know 40s and 50s 60s singers and the, they had the most impression on me so i think that's why I, I still enjoy that so much cool now um we have we're in the process of working out bringing you back next year for a new project that yes we're all really excited about me too. Uh, but before we get there we have this new thing that we're doing called toka to go which yes. gives people the opportunity for them to either um, have a performer go to the to someone's house as a present or just even for themselves to do a, a song um, or they can have the performer create a video specifically for like a anniversary gift or birthday gift or father's day gift um, and i'm curious since you're one of the performers that will be making that trek, how, how, I mean, are you, is this something that you're excited about? Is it, how do you feel about it? I am 
very excited about it. Um, you know, I've been doing some of the, the personalized videos for people and I'm just really excited about that because when you're still trying to social distance, you know, we're missing out on all these celebrations and uh, it's such a personal, lovely way to send music to someone you love to, you know, express a celebration or to mark an event. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that and hoping that uh, your, your folks will, will be excited about that too. And uh, the, to go, the performances, I mean, who doesn't miss seeing live performances? I've done some Zooming uh, or, you know, live streaming and it's fine, but it, it's just not the same because to me, it's all about the connection with the audience. It's all about, you know, what we're experiencing together. And, you know, I'm doing the live streams. I, you know, it's, it's fun in its own way, but I really miss the connection with people. So I'm excited to at least give them a little taste of being back in the theater, but, you know, on their lawn. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and that's the thing about this program that we're doing is that when people, because um, we actually have you, we have uh, Janet Klein who will do the, the videos. We yeah, also have psycho performers who can go to people's homes. But um, there, there really is a sense of, I don't know, like you said, connection when, when it's live in front of people, right in front of you. Yes. That you can't get on video. And it's, I don't know, I can't, I can never explain it. I try to, but it's, what, what what do you think is creates that what what do you think that forgive the uh um trite expression but what do you think is that magic that that sort of happens i don't know i think it's very primal in a way you know we're we're meant to be connected and and this is lovely i love talking to you and seeing your face right now but there is something in in between us you know there is a digital space in between us and as a singer, when I can send out my energy and know it's being received and I can receive the energy that, you know, it's an exchange of energy. I mean, I don't mean to sound, you know, hokey about it, but, but it really is, you know, we're meant to be exchanging this spirit, energy, love, whatever you want to call it, um, when we're in the same space. And it's why I love performing. I love performing because I love connecting with an audience. I love making them laugh or making them cry or just rem reminding them of something they've experienced in their life. And that is, that is the most important thing to me when I'm performing. So to not be able to do that is frustrating for us performers. Um, so I'm just thrilled that we can even, even from you know, a distance, be able to bring a little bit of that to people. Well, I think that's a, that's sort of what I mean. The, this whole COVID thing has really affected. Uh, well, it affected Toka because we had to cancel um, like ten shows. Our annual fundraiser in June was canceled. We have uh, we had some concerts scheduled for July and August that we're still unsure about at this time. But this is a way for us to sort of say, hey, look, we can still provide live performances. But COVID also, I mean, the whole pandemic really hit artists really hard because you guys, I mean, there's really no way for an artist to make a living or performing artist to make a living without actually performing. And 
the whole uh, streaming thing is a beast unto itself and, and people are doing it, but I noticed a lot of people are just doing it like for tips and that's, there's no way to make a living. <laughs> yeah, there's, and there's a lot of discussion as I know you're aware in the arts world of, of how to make it more sustainable for artists and our livelihoods um, and for theaters. Um, and it, it is what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm attempting it with, with everybody else. And I've, I've enjoyed, I enjoy it. I mean, I, you, there's still some connection if you do it on Facebook and there's comments and things, but it's just not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same. So I, you know, I, I'm trying to pivot and, you know, think of ways to use the gifts I have um, to support myself and, and my family, but it's, it's a struggle. It really is a struggle. I, so. I have to say I was on a, on a Zoom meeting with uh, about 60 other California presenters, um, people from all over um, and they were talking and somebody said, oh, and I, and we've pivoted and about uh, like, well, I could see all the faces just go, oh. pivot. It is and, the buzzword of the pandemic. Pivot, pivot, pivot. and the new normal. I hate the new normal because yeah. I, I, I honestly yeah. don't think, at least I hope, I'm, and maybe I'm just hope, eternally hopeful that doing things streaming and online is not going to be the new normal. I have to think that people want to get back to the theater. They really do. I mean, I think everybody does. And obviously we're all trying to come up with solutions for the short term and the long term. And eventually we'll all be back to the, <laughs> the way we like to do it. But I know, you know, in the shows I'm doing, we're trying to think of ways to, to make it work for theaters and, um, to get people back as soon as possible. But yeah, the words pivot and new normal, all those words, if we never heard them again, that'd be good, but I yeah. can't help it. I got to come up with a new word for pivot. Uh, <laughs> well, it, well, it You're wet. Yeah. We've actually, I mean, we're on the same boat. We're on the same track. We're trying to come up with ways to, to sort of start bringing people back in. Cause I mean, people, people want to get back to, the way things used to be, or at least a, a, yeah. a semblance of that. So we're looking at ways to do social distancing performances and drive-in performances. So, but I imagine for a performer, like for your show, take for example, um, the One Hit Wonder show, that's a band, uh, two other male singers, two dancers, how how are you guys feeling about getting back together getting the getting the band back together <laughs> well different people feel different ways you know and that's that's going to be my challenge with that <laughs> um but i think you know we're we're in a in a broader sense looking at doing smaller shows smaller cast shows where that's, you know, it's not as much of an issue, um, doing shows without intermissions, doing shorter shows, doing two shows a day, you know, coming up with all different kinds of, of ideas, but, you know, a cast of 10, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people on stage. It's a lot of people backstage. 
So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I such a good show. <laughs> such a good show and it's such a fun show. And what makes it really fun is that we interact with the audience so much. Yeah. And we're in the audience, you know, so those kind of things are altered. You know, well, and, I, it, and those I, are the fun things, you know, is when you're really in there and dancing with people and so. Well, there's a number of performers that I know, you know, whether they're uh, magicians or dancers. I mean, there's a lot of interaction with other people. And now that's like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, wash your hands before you go out on stage and then, you know, not touch your face and get back up. It's, yeah. it's until there is a, a, a uh, vaccine, it'll be really interesting to see how people manage it. Um, but I will say for Toka to go, for those people who are interested, they can find the information on our website. They can book mm -hmm. you, you book you to come out and do a, do a song or two. Um, and I love the fact that, that you, you give a list of songs and that list literally is like really extensive. There, <laughs> I, I challenge somebody to find an occasion for a song and not find that song on your list that you offer. yeah i mean i tried to to run the gamut obviously i specialized in you know 40s 50s 60s music uh, but i but I, I tried to include as much as i could um that's portable you know yes. that's portable or or easy to to do uh without everyone um so yes i think there's something for everyone there's definitely well, a song for everybody and people should know that when when you if, if they have you come out, um, it is again social distance. You you know pull in the driveway or front lawn or whatever, and you do have a portable system, so it, it is amplified. So people should be able to hear it, and um, even the neighbors can enjoy it. And then you will yeah. you'll give a, a special message, whatever they the sender asks you to send. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think I'm really excited about this. I think it'll be fun and it's a way for us to help support artists because we can't do what we do without you guys. Well, and I appreciate this so much on so many levels. I'm really excited about it. So I'm hoping I'll get to see some of, of everyone's beautiful faces out there and get to sing a little song in the near future. Well, and speaking of new songs, we have another show that we are in the process of working on. Um, uh, we had it actually set up to go up in September, and now we don't know when it will go up, but we know we have dibs on the first one. Um, so the new show that you're working on is the Paul Williams Songbook. Yes, yes. Tell us about how that came about. I'm sure the audience is familiar with Paul Williams music, even if they don't know that they're really aware that all of that music is his, you know, from the Carpenters to the Muppets and all sorts of things in between. Um, you know, I grew up around the age that was coming out was, I was the Muppet generation. My parents were the Carpenters, you know, we've only just begun was that record was the first thing they bought as a couple, as a married couple. And his music has touched so many aspects of their life, my life, and kind of just run through the timeline of my life. And I was 
talking to my friend John, John Atkinson, who's working on this with us, and we were just kind of talking about the music, and he's like, you know, we should do a night of Paul Williams. And I'm like, we we should do a show of Paul Williams. And then I happened to <laughs> run into you, and I'm like, you know what I'm thinking about doing? And you were like, yes, let's do it. So uh, it's very exciting because he is a prolific songwriter. Um, and his songs are so thoughtful and beautiful, uh, lyrically rich. Um, you know, there's so much to, to dive into as a, as a performer, as a communicator, as a storyteller. Uh, that I'm just, I'm just really excited about it. <laughs> well, and, and I, it, it's so funny because, I, well, first of all, you just made me feel older because <laughs> Carpenter was my, was my entry, my, my entry into Paul Williams, that and, and Phantom of the Paradise. But yes. um, it, he, it really is interesting because he, he is, for those that don't know, Paul wrote not only Carpenter's uh, songs to the Carpenters, Three Dog Night, um, uh, he wrote Rainbow Connection, Bugs Do Malone, uh, Phantom of the Paradise, uh, theme song, oh, the, the Love Boat theme, yes. uh, songs for commercials. He's currently working on a new musical with Guillermo de Toro, is that who? That's what he um, said. For Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. He's also the president of ASCAP. The man is just, uh, oh, and he, as an actor, he was in Smoking the Bandit. Um, he's also in Gotham, just Goliath. Goliath. Goliath that's on right now, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he's a wonderful human being and, and all around great guy. But I'm wondering, do you, it's interesting because listening to his music, I mean, his lyrics are so, like you said, so rich, but they don't seem to write songs like that anymore. No, and honestly, very few people have. Um, and I, I hard pressed to find a songwriter who, as I was saying before, touched so many ages in the same span of time, you know, which I find interesting that it could speak to a child as much as it speaks to adults. Um, and no, they don't write songs like that anymore. <laughs> they surely don't. And um, that's, that's why they, you know, stand this test of time. And I can't believe, and we're shocked every time we talk about it, that no one has spent time creating an evening of his music. And so I'm, I'm just very excited. It, it, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> well, what, it's what, a lot to be excited about but it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be very you know it's not my usual flashy running around the stage thing but it's gonna be just really intently loving of the lyrics and the music so. well i think that was um it, it was great that we actually got to talk to Paul about this show and he is since giving it his, uh, his seal of approval, but yes. it's, it, and I'm hoping to actually interview him for this podcast, but the, it's interesting because his comment was kind of like, well, he doesn't want the big flashy razzle dazzle right. stuff. Mm -hmm. he just, and that was sort of always your intent was just to be 
in honor of the lyric and, and the music. And I think people who go will be totally shocked that when they say, oh, Paul Williams wrote that? Oh, Paul Williams wrote yeah. that? Because people <laughs> right. I talk to, it's like, you know, these are the songs Paul wrote. And it's like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, people don't know. People don't know how much his music has touched them. They don't even realize it. Um, but yeah, he, it was interesting. He did say that. I don't want the big flashy thing. And even um, vocally, you know, he told me it's, it's not about these, you know, these big notes and the big voice that's so popular now and that the, not trap, but the trend, you know, everything's got to be big and, and, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, it's its own fabulous thing. Um, but this is not what that is, you know, and uh, with my intention of always being, you know, storyteller communicator first, it's like, such a joy to have such beautiful stories to tell you know yeah yeah it's just it, if if I, I urge people if you if you want to look down the road of paul williams music and find stuff that you haven't heard really look at the lyrics because it is it's a, a lot of it's poetic although you do have the fun stuff like phantom of the yes. paradise i mean yes what songwriter writes carburetors man that's what life is all about <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be good. So again, it was originally scheduled for September. We don't know when we're going to get back in the theater. We don't know when we're going to be able to pull it off. But we uh, we absolutely were looking forward to bringing that in. All right, besides that, is there are there any other projects you're working on? Well, um, not saying that p word. Uh, I am trying to to craft something that is uh small um uh, that well i think will be involving the women of the 60s the female singers of the 60s uh but don't you know i don't have too much crafted on that yet but uh it's don't worry, i won't I'm tell you I won't, and... I won't tell your agent so <laughs> yeah, don't tell me that you won't know <laughs> uh but um that's that's the main thing and you know because we're still working on on this and getting getting excited about it um and seeing what the future holds you know everyone's kind of in in limbo about what people will want what theaters will want and and i i just want to make sure that i'm available to create things that meet the needs of the community you know in in whatever capacity that is and so that's why, you know, Toka to Grow is fantastic because it's, you know, it's a little bit of art comes to your door. Um, if we can do, you know, a smaller show, shorter show, those kind of things. We, you got to know that artists are working very hard and theaters are working very hard to, to try to make this happen for communities because we know that everyone is, is missing it and we need it. Yeah. You know, we need it now more than ever. We need to be able to express what we're feeling and, you know, come together and love each other and all the stuff. <laughs> so rest assured, we're working to try to make that happen. Well, that's, that's I mean, for me, I know I'm, I'm, my day consists of a lot of Zoom meetings and a lot of webinars and trying to find out well, what's happening with this and that and, and, 
responding to emails and talking to agents. But for artists, I, I have to imagine it's even more sitting on pins and needles because you have to think, okay, here's what I do. This is what I can do when, and how can, how can I make that fit and still make a living at it? And that's the, <laughs> that's the million dollar question. Um, yeah, but we're, we're, we are trying, you know, no, and trying I know. And to come up with ways, but it is going to be, the great thing about artists is that they're creative. Right. <laughs> so if anyone can figure it out, we can. Yeah. Um, and, and we're trying, you know, I think, I think a lot of it will have to do with just the way things are structured, you know, just and still being able to give as much as we can, but just structuring in a way that's, that's safe for everyone. And we can do it. Can yes, do it. you can. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. I, I urge people to check out Toka to go, uh, have Laura come out and sing a song for your anniversary, birthday party, father's day, or just for the heck of it. You can also have her send a video uh, of a song uh, with a special message read to your significant other, loved one, friend, coworker. Um, and you can find all that information on our website. Thank you so much, Laura, for taking the time. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Chris, for just doing all of this and being who you are. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's a tough job, but it's amazing. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs>